0: welcome back to the home with having podcast we're so glad you're here we are on part four of the i dream big series that we have been doing weekly if you've missed part one two and three definitely encourage you to go back and listen we have been so blessed hearing the testimonies coming from this study. We thank you for sharing. If you wanna share, feel free to message us at truth to table on our Instagram, or you can always send us an email. We love hearing your feedback. Today, we're diving into part four. is sharing all about covenant. When you're dreaming and you're partnering with God and how he brings specific people into your life. It's so good. So make sure you stick around until the end because we really would love to hear your feedback. So let's dive in to this week's episode. And again, we have one more, we're wrapping up the series next week. So if you haven't listened to part one, two or three, go back. This is a five part series and you're not gonna wanna miss any part of it. Let's dive into today's.
1: Welcome to day nine of my I Dream Big Bible study. Grab your Bible, and I want you to turn to First Corinthians chapter three, verse nine. First Corinthians chapter three, verse nine. Okay, we've been talking about dreams revealed. We talked about the last three, the last three days, we actually talked about where they get revealed. The dream of God gets revealed in our encounters. Then we learned that it gets revealed in our pain. Then we realized yesterday, easy for me to say, that it was actually in our talents. And today we're gonna talk about a big world, big word called covenant. It's kind of a crazy like okay what does that mean? I promise I'll describe it. So 1 Corinthians chapter 3 verse 9. This is the amplified version. It says, "For we are God's fellow workers, his servants working together. You are God's cultivated field, his garden, his vineyard, his building." So we are his co-workers, his co-laborers. We're in covenant with God. You see, when I got married to my husband, I was, you know, I didn't have a lot. He didn't have a lot. But one of the first things that we did when we got married is I went down to the bank, we both did, and we became co-signers on each other's bank accounts. We now were, well, we were married and we were able to access each other's bank accounts. And so what does that mean? Well, I now had access to what Ben had in his bank account because I was in covenant with him. I was in relationship with him. And that's how the kingdom of God works in our life. You see, God wants us to be in covenant, first of all, with Him and then with others, so that we can have access to the things we would not normally have access to. And this is where the dream of God really takes off in our life. Like, this is, I think, the secret to a lot of what we don't know. And that is, God's dream for our lives are usually found in relationships our healing journeys, our our encounter journeys are usually found in relationships. So I was thinking about this and in Abraham's life, Um, he had a unique season where his dreams really were found in relationships. They were connected to the covenant and like Abram and Sarai, um, we get to partner with our dream just um, with others as well and we're going to talk about that. So dreams come and dreams are revealed through covenant. You know, I've Four boys, and they kind of are in two sets. I, I assume that I twin them because I'm a twin. I didn't mean to, but they are 17 months apart, both sets. But the two older boys are very different, very unique. One of them is a massive dreamer. He's the guy who's who's decided what they're going to do and what costumes they would wear when they were little and all the things. And the other one would get, get into it with him. So, you know, the eldest might say, let's build this Lego set. And then I would find that my second son, Hudson, would start to build the Lego set after Judah had ran off. And I was thinking about dreaming, right? And dreaming big, and what does it look like? And I think it's really important that we understand that God doesn't value the person who starts the dream more than the person that carries the dream. This is really important. Like, Just listen to this for a minute. We tend to elevate visionaries, dreamers, big thinkers in our environments. But in the kingdom of God, God does not he actually doesn't overvalue that. He actually likes it when there's people that start and people that finish and people that are in the middle. It's really about stewarding what God's given us rather than trying to do the whole thing. And so what's really important to God is not who began it or finished it because he did it. The Bible says that he began and he'll finish it. So we weren't even the or, we, we're not even the originators and all that. But it's about relationship. It's about staying connected to him. So when we chase our dreams God's way, well, it allows us to stay in covenant with him. So what does covenant mean? I'm reading out of page 102. It says in the Bible, covenant was critical. Covenant connected two people together. God made God often made promises toward us in the Bible. The way he made a contract was through the through blood. In the Bible we see God asking biblical leaders to take an animal without spot and kill it. The blood was a symbol of relationship. It was a symbol of covenant. Covenant makes whatever is available to you available to me. Now think about Jesus. Jesus died on the cross. He died a gruesome death, not because he was a sinner, but he shed blood to create a covenant between us. It was important. And we see this throughout scripture. And and honestly, we see Jesus, he was the last one. He made a way, and that's the last covenant we need, a a blood covenant. But we find it in the same way with our our spouses and even really strategic relationships in our lives that allow us to have access to things we would not normally have. Jesus gave us access to eternity, to God, a perfect God. We now are covered in the righteousness of Christ. So we get to be in eternity with God, even though we've sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, we now have access because he's made a way through covenant. He's made a way through relationship. So here's what's really important. Covenant now makes one person's vision available to the other. When we both carry the dream, it becomes easier to carry. A partnership is always a part of God's story. Biblically, we find this to be true. Mary, the mother of Jesus, was first visited by the Holy Spirit and she was the first one to receive the dream. She communicated what the Spirit had said to her to Joseph. And Joseph struggled, but eventually he encountered God through a dream and they both became dreamers. But only Mary was pregnant with Jesus. Mary was the founder, and Joseph was the carrier. Joseph even had dreams to protect Jesus and actually adopted him as his son and treated him as a son his whole life. So, founders and carriers are equally as important in the kingdom of God. I want you to see this. For right now, some of you are thinking, I can't wait till I'm a founder. Well, maybe that's not what God has for you. Maybe you're a carrier. Maybe you're married to somebody who's a dreamer and you just thought, well, I should have dreams like they have. No, you're a carrier. And that's really, really important. Abraham and Sarah, we find the same thing. God speaks to Abraham. And guess what? <laughs> Sarah's the carrier of the dream. God, Abraham finds the dream. God speaks to him but he's not gonna have that baby. Sarah's gonna have that baby and that's what makes it profound. So carrying the dream is, the most impo- is just as, a, as important as finding the dream. Wherever you are, just think for a minute, do you find dreams or do you carry dreams? Maybe do a little bit of both. But in God's kingdom, it's all equal and it's important to find that. And if you're having a hard time finding your dream, maybe you're called to be a carrier and you haven't found the person that has the dream and so that's why you haven't found it yet. Partnership is kingdom. Partnership is kingdom. No man is an island. It's very important that we find other people who are on the same journey as us to build the dream together. So here's the five things I want you to think about today. Your dreams are revealed through your covenant relationships. You can be in covenant with other leaders and other people in your world. Be careful because what they have access to, listen, you can be in a bad covenant with somebody and their demons become your demons, right? So really think about who am I in covenant with and why is that important? Secondly, carrying someone else's dream is just as important as finding one. God does not see them as different. God will put you in covenant relationships to expand what is available to you. This is why the church is so critical. If I don't have hope for my parenting or I feel sick in my body, I can go into the body of Christ, into the family of God, and I can find this woman has faith for healing and this man over here has some tools to help me parent. And those things now I have access to because we are in covenant together. We are co-laborers with God Again, we don't begin it. We don't finish it. We are partners with Him. And then God will bring people into your life to dream alongside you. That's important. It's really critical in the the kingdom. So we've got the read section. You have your book. Jump into that. That gives you a little bit more on that topic. And then today, here's something that I want you to think about and kind of the activation. Take a moment to write down the relationships in your life that you would consider covenantial. Don't worry if if you don't have any or you only have a few at this time. This may be a new thought for you, and don't rush partnerships. Just experience what you have. For me, I know I have covenant relationships with my parents. I have it with my siblings. I have it with my husband. I have it with a few leaders in my life. Those are covenant relationships, and I allow what they carry to be in my life, and they allow what I carry to be in their life. Uh, The three questions you can really journal about today is, what is available in their life that is now available to you? Maybe you've never thought about it before, but you know maybe you go to a specific church because your leader has the gift of faith and that's now available to you. Write that down. Uh, would you consider yourself a dreamer or a carrier of the dream? Actually define that. What, what am I? And it might be different seasons, but really define that. That'll help you know how to steward your life right now. And then lastly, are there any relationships you feel God is leading you towards to make a covenant or to break a covenant? And that's really critical. You can't carry around uh, you know a dead dream for somebody else. You can't carry around uh, uh, something that's gonna hurt you. You gotta break up with the covenants and the soul ties, and you gotta make covenant with the people that are out uh, for you to flourish, to grow, and also want the things that God has. All right, you guys, that's day nine. Again, our last day tomorrow, last day of the week, day 10, uh, I'll see you there.
0: Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you had your eyes open. I hope you're seeing things in new perspective. I pray that God is highlighting specific people in your life that you are running with in this season as you partner with him in dreaming. Again, remember we love hearing your feedback. Feel free to email us info at Send us a message on Instagram at TruththeTable. Part five is coming next week. We're super excited about it. It's going to wrap up the series. And if you love this episode, make sure you share it with a friend. Take a screenshot, post it on your Instagram, and tag us. We love when people share this and help us get the word out. Also, if you go on Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review, if you haven't already, that helps it reach more people as well. So we'll see you next week for part five of the I Dream Big series.